Um, anyway, so welcome to- your hair looks fine, Travis. I'm glad you got that haircut. Oh, yeah! We went through a real hard patch for a while. I was overdue for a haircut before quarantine hit, oh, but no. I decided to put it off for whatever reason. Oh, tell, tell the people when your last haircut was. Uh, it was October of 2019. Oh, Travis. no. Oh, no. Yeah. And your uh, haircut after that was June? I think it was July. July? Yeah. I had a the- mullet in the back, but still very long hair on the top. It was bad. Oh, it was party in every direction, and it was a different party in every direction. <laughs> it did not work. So it's I like think you wore a lot of hats. <laughs> no hats. No hats. Like any hat that you put onto this head, it could be the greatest hat in the world. The second it touches my head, it is the dumbest hat you've ever seen. Oh, no. You own one hat that's fine. I can wear a select few beanies and that's it. But I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but the summer is not the time that you wear a beanie. It is not. This no. is fair. Especially if you're a man who sweats when he just walks to the kitchen. Yeah, he's gotten sweaty <laughs> making pizza rolls before. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean work. that's 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 rough work. You should see me chopping wood while we're camping. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to Monster Pod, the pod about monsters and sweaty dudes. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> we haven't really delved into that particular <laughs> branch of it yet, but I assume. I assume we've been sweaty at least once. I wouldn't say there's some physical exertion happening. I assume we've all gotten sweaty at one point or another. When has Thomason ever physically exerted yes. herself? There's been hikes. <laughs> there was Fair a long hike. Yeah. We climbed a mountain. Oh, yeah, for the unicorn thing. Oh, God, that feels like it was years ago. Because it was. It was almost a year ago. It was for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm. Anyway, so, yeah. Um,. Yeah, this is Monster Pod. I'm Emily. I'm your monster. She runs it. I'm the she keeper does the of monsters. <laughs> <God>. Tell <laughs> we've been recording for three hours. I'm broken. <laughs> yeah, we only had about 45 minutes of technical difficulties. Uh, thanks to some forward thinking on Sadie's part, because that could have been real bad. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, welcome to the third part of this series. Do you, you want you us get? to introduce ourselves? or? Uh, sure. <laughs> Fine, do what we do the whole time. <laughs> well, okay, I guess I'm Travis then. I play Buddy Norman, your friendly neighborhood Bigfoot. And uh, yeah, he's currently got a bunch of laser light shows strapped to his body. And he's ready oh, to go right. find us a ghost. How did we end the last episode? Please describe your attire. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm wearing the normal, you know, buddy clothes. Which are cargo shorts and... Four pocket cargo four shorts. Four pocket cargo shorts. Four cargo pocket. What kind of shirts does Buddy wear? Uh, he seems like a Hawaiian shirt man, but I might be reading into it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just assume he dressed like Travis. Yeah, basically. I assumed he dressed like uh, Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park, but... <laughs> I assume a lot of patterns to hide, like, various food stains. Oh, yeah. A Hawaiian shirt would hide pizza stains pretty well. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Especially if I get a Hawaiian shirt that was just pizza pattern. I'm sure that's out there. That's a thing. I'm sure it's in Buddy's wardrobe. <laughs> so novelty button-up short sleeve shirts is what we're... I guess so, yeah. All right. <laughs> so Travis dresses... i sorry. Buddy dresses like every dude I went to middle school with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And like Travis did in middle school, too. Every dad on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's exactly how all the boys in middle school dressed. Yeah, they was. I blocked it out. You're welcome. I at least was forced to wear those sorts of things because like, I went to a private school where I had to wear collared shirts. So I had to have collared shirts, but they allowed those stupid pattern shirts for whatever reason. Oh, God. Yeah. They did not at my school. It was no. white shirts all the way down. Well, you went to a Catholic school. Yeah, I had to wear a tie. But like a dumb tie. Anyway, Thomason, what's your deal? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My name's Sarah. I play Thomason. She is the spooky and she's got some, you know, weird magic powers and uh, hates A drinking problem. Oh, that too. That we're all concerned about. I'm Sadie. I play Jimmy. He has been recently violated by ghost, question mark? (laughs) Uh, But most of the time he's the initiate. (laughs) Which means he's the fighter of the, and also part of a sect that... He is our big, strong, fighty boy. 
He's more of your Giles. Come on. I mean, except not at all. He's not that smart. Yeah, but that's his, like, role. He knows things. He knows. He he drinks and he knows things. Um, (laughs) Thomason's the Willow. There you go. Putty is the Xander. Xander? No one's the Buffy. (laughs) No. Bree is closest to the Buffy, if we're being honest. Bree also has some Giles And that Bree is competent. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, Yeah, so when we last left off, you guys were going to try to find out what this entity that has been harassing you is. Yeah, we're going to the caretaker, the East Wing, right? To the thing with the stuff. You're going to go spy on the caretaker? Yes. Yeah, I would... uh, should clarify. I don't think we should break into the apartment. I just want to go to the area around their apartment and well, see if we can pick sense. anything up. I thought you were trying to go into their apartment in no. like the nighttime when they're going to be there. <laughs> no, that we would not be able to pull that off. We are not that subtle. This yeah, I'd say it's I about. And especially with my double laser light show, I am not a very sneaky individual right now. Yeah, it's about ten o'clock at night right now. Okay, so we're going to skulk around the area of the caretaker's apartment, but not actually in it. Correct. Um. All right, guys. Roll, act under pressure. I'm going to have you do that every couple minutes just to make sure you aren't making too much noise. Uh, nine. Let's say you got to be a seven to successfully sneak. I got a, I, I got a ten, so. Okay. I got a eight. Okay. So, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys sneak down there. And, uh, yeah, you're in the hallway. Uh, <laughs> we sneak down there as uh, Buddy has lasers <laughs> But Off his just body. I'm imagining the Jean Real Mafio, like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Uh, I will say that your spirit box had died. Uh, it needs recharged. So, ah, uh, boo. You do not currently have that unless you want to sit around for the two hours that it takes to recharge the battery. Mm, no. no. But we still probably have, like, the EMF detector and whatnot. You have the EMF slash temperature detector. You have the uh, voice recorders that have the automatic like cleanup and you have the uh light matrix hey and we've got a spirit box it's me <laughs> thomason the human spirit box key oh god okay i don't know you're down there you can hear the tv on in the uh in that the actually chair. does give me an, an idea can i like sit down and use the site and just see if i can like just pick anything up Sure. Spirit-wise? Sure. That's a seven? I mean, you you feel like you you have that feeling of like a, a dark kind of cloudy offness. Mm-hmm. The, the, the feeling. So yeah, you can kind of feel that something is off and something is just not right in that hallway, but you can't quite Does it feel it. like, because we've had it. When I've used my powers before that there's been that dark fog, does it feel like it's affecting how my powers work or just... No, it it's not... Or it's just kind of like an oppressive thing in the environment. It's just an oppressive thing in the environment. Okay. It's kind of like how it feels right before there's a thunderstorm. It's just that really heavy kind of thickness that you feel weird. Cool. Well, no, it's not cool, but you were, you were saying, what did I... That's what I'm picking up. That, that's what you're picking up. Okay. You can't pinpoint a, a place. You just kind of feel like it's, it's taking over, like the area. And is it the hotel. stronger here than it, it than I felt it before in other parts of the building? Well, the last time you felt it, you were in the same room as that entity. Yeah. So it's it's not quite as bad as it was then, but it does okay. feel like you're it, it's it's a little th- thicker almost down here. Hmm. Okay. I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> it's good information to have, but I Everybody don't know. Everybody roll to me have. investigate do a mystery. Er, nine. Also nine. Uh also nine? No, eight. Oh. Uh, I know. Uh, do we get a prize? No. Um so Thomason and Jimmy, you hear this fully uh buddy you have a little bit earwax in your ear so it's a tiny bit more muffled but you still hear it i guess you hear voices from the the caretaker's room and they they don't sound happy they they sound like they're kind of doing that quiet argue when you don't want someone to hear and you can't make out anything because the walls are you know somewhat thick enough but you can tell that it's there and it does sound like two adults you can tell it is adults can I use telepathy to listen in? 
making real good use of all my moves here today. Sure. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's a six. Yeah, I mean, it, the muffles, like, are just kind of louder in your head. Because mm-hmm. that kind of, like, dark oppressiveness is forming a cocoon, you feel, around the, the area. And as the, the longer you try to listen in, the more you strain, you feel that darkness kind of get stronger and stronger. And then the light bulb above you guys in the hallway uh, explodes. Jeez. Oh, <gasps> cool. Well, if it's not here already, it's coming. That's, that's good and ominous. Um, can I do like a baseline test of the for the EMF just to get it going? Oh, right. Yeah. All these tools we have. There's currently no EMF spikes and it's room Perfect. temperature. That's the kind of <laughs> shit I want right now. It's like uh, 75. Um, do we knock on the door? I mean, no, that's going to defeat the purpose of the sneaking. Uh, I just don't know how we get in without interrupting what's happening. I don't think we get in. I think it's like we... Unless we're like, there's no way in <laughs> without letting them know that we're there, which yeah. then is going to negate any sort of like. Yeah, like I can, I feel like it's emanating from the apartment, but if we go in and interrupt it, it'll just go away. Like that's what I'm worried about. Can I just like hold the EMF close to the door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you hold it close to the front door and it goes up about one measurement unit but nothing like you being someone who's used kind of technology before it's nothing significant emily the hotel suite i saw in my vision did it look similar to the caretaker's apartment like i know you said like it kind of the apartment looked like a hotel room but like modified yeah you didn't see the bedroom uh situation full on but you could tell that it was kind of set up the same way as as this could feasibly uh, be the room i saw in my vision theoretically theoretically, yes Again, I don't know what to do with this information. But This stakeout is very weird. Buddy, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't even know. It's, just, it's a weird point. Like, there's. Do we wait for it to show up? Or, or do we just bite the bullet and knock on the door like you want us to do? Like, I don't. Uh... No, not you, Thomason. <laughs> oh. Well, now we know that answer. Yep. Don't... As you guys are sitting there waffling like with your EMF detectors and just... Just whispering loudly, Jimmy, you feel something pinch you uh, on the neck, and you feel another pinch on your butt. Yeah. (laughs) Being violated, and I don't care for it. And and you feel something in your hair, and you also hear the alarm on the EMF detector spiking, as TJ said it would do, should you encounter anything significant as in terms of change. And Thomasin, you start to feel very cold. Cool. And buddy, you... Just keep on keeping on. But. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I, there's pinching. There's pinching in places and I don't care for it. And, um, buddy, you, you hear something in, like, you see that kind of, like, blue in the corner of your eye and you, and you hear, like, I know you're there in a very deep, growly voice. Buddy goes, I know I'm here too. What are you, what are you hearing? Somebody told to me you? that he knows I'm here? Well, I would hope it knows we're here. Well, then someone's pinching me. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, you get another pinch on the cheek. Oh, Jesus. And Thomason, you are freezing. Okay, I, I want to activate the site again so I can at least see what's going on. And buddy, you start to smell. Well, I mean, you personally don't start to <laughs> smell. <laughs> you start to smell something kind of rotting. Not like a rotten egg smell, but like death. That's not great. All right. Uh, my sight roll was 14, oh, okay. so. Nice. Uh, well, upon smelling death and hearing whispers, I'm definitely going to investigate a mystery. Okay. Well, Thomas, Or does this read a bad situation? Uh, you can do that in a second. Thomason's using her sight, so we're going to uh, reconcile that before we uh, do stuff with Buddy. Uh, so, Thomason, you open up your sight again, and for a 14, uh, you in front of you see, like, you can't make it out clearly. You can tell that it's it, this entity cannot take a full shape right now mm-hmm. and you see it and it reaches out and just does that that uh cackling laugh that you heard in the video hate it okay uh and you it's about to touch your face and then it vanishes and another light bulb in the hallway breaks fuck okay okay buddy what did you want to do uh i mean investigate what's going on i'm not sure if it's investigate a mystery or read a bad situation is what i'm trying to do though 
Uh, this is probably going to be a read a bad situation because there's no mystery here. Like, you know that there's an entity. That is a fat roll. Uh, I got a 13. Okay, what are you doing? Uh, well, I get uh, three of these questions that I can hold for as long as I want, as long as I'm within this thing. The hallway? Yes. Okay. So I guess in searching for where this thing is, I'm going to use the uh, what's the biggest threat and try to identify this deal. Um, Thomas said, are you visibly shaken by this uh, thing that you saw? Yeah. Okay. So Thomason seems pretty freaked out, and I'm pretty sure she can tell you what the biggest threat is. Can I? It, well, <laughs> use your words. It's here. It was here. I don't know where it's gone other than the light bulb breaking. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy, unless I can still see it, you said it disappeared though, right? Yeah, it kind of vanished. You can still feel like that energy in the area, but I can't feel like any specific, like I don't feel like it's living in a particular spot. No, um, Jimmy, you are still getting periodically pinched. (laughs) Can we not with the pinching, (laughs) (laughs) buddy? You still smell that like sweet, rotting smell. Here's the thing. How do we get rid of it? We don't. I, I I'm slightly don't. worried that we like went into this situation without having an idea. Well, no game plan whatsoever. But I mean, here we are. I mean, that's just what we do. I guess I'm going to use another one of my holds real quick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, what's the best way to protect the victims? Definitely saying that my buddies are getting dicked around with. Um, leaving would probably be because uh, Thomason, you can definitely tell that you are at the epicenter of something nasty. Yeah, for sure. And Jimmy, you feel hands in your hair. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. Well, I guess I guess let's get the fuck out of here, I guess. What about just... the people in the apartment? For what it's worth, you can't hear anything. Like, you heard arguing, but it didn't sound, like, sinister or anything. It just sounded like two people having a disagreement. Okay. But are we going to leave him here with a demon is what I'm more concerned about. Or is it following us? At this point. I just, I feel like it's it's very clearly bugging us more than anything else. Um, but he's going to move down the hallway a bit and see if it follows him. Or if it's staying where... The smell? The what? The smell. The smell. Yeah. Because the smell is what Buddy is experiencing. Um, as you move down the hallway, you definitely, the smell gets fainter. Okay, I'm going to follow him. Follow Buddy? Yeah. Okay, so you head down the hall, and you, like, the cold spot seems to be very concentrated to where you were. Okay. Where I was, you mean? Yeah. Okay. It's not following me? No. Okay, good. So then it's just literally sitting outside of this apartment. Now I feel bad, Thomason, about leaving the people behind. Yeah. <laughs> um, so while Didn't you- the thing show up before when people were arguing? Did it? I think this Did is the it? first time we've had people arguing. Like, we had the... Um, when we were doing the spirit box, the arguing is what fried the spirit box, but that's about it. Can I use the big whammy to try and expel it again like I did back in the snow room? Yeah. Whoop. Nope, that was one dice. Let me... Ha, 13. Okay. Uh, just for refreshment's sake, can you read me the description for the big yeah. whammy? Uh, so the big whammy is you use your powers to kick some ass, but you're all weird instead of tough. So, yeah. Attack has two harm, close, obvious, ignore armor. That's a lot of words in a row. Okay, so Thomason, you use this very big move and comes out of you like a, a like a shockwave almost, and all of the lights in the hallway shut off uh, as far as you can see down the hall, even including the stairwell, and you hear someone scream from inside the apartment, and the TV stops, all of the power is out. So you don't feel the cold or oppressiveness there anymore, but you have also shut out all of the lights and there's something going down in the apartment. Okay, uh, we need Buddy to get runs in the into the apartment hearing the yeah. scream. Yeah. Okay. So, Buddy, you find uh, Nick and Shelly uh, panicking in a dark living room. Um, and they don't know what's going on. They think there's been a power outage or something. Um, so they're just kind of like trying to figure that out. And they see a giant man with laser light shows bust through their door. <laughs> Basically. Oh, God. So oh, God. you have very much freaked these Holding people out. Holding two temperature gauges like guns. <laughs> looking around, probably near the ceiling? I assume you also have like headphones on plugged into your EVP recorder. Probably. 
Thomason's gonna follow them in and uh, or follow him in and immediately, I guess, try and calm them down. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I'm gonna use my last of the holds that I had for my read a bed situation. Oh, good call. And in this new room, uh, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Uh, there isn't any immediate danger in the apartment that you can tell. Um, you just have two people who are very concerned. So Nick, Nick is like trying to like flip the light switch on and off. He's gonna go over to the the power box. Fuse box? Fuse box. Fuse box for like their apartment. And Shelly is trying to get into the bedroom to go check on Danielle, but the door is locked. So that's kind of where people are right now. Okay, I want to unlock that door with, you know, magic powers and uh, I was gonna get try in. and just knock it down. Yeah, can you roll me uh, use magic, please? Yeah, I was going to unlock the door with foot powers. Uh, nine. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, you splinter the door a little bit, but it does open. And uh, are you going to go into the bedroom? Yes. So you're in a bedroom that looks a lot like the one where you guys are staying. And you, there's a door off to the side to a bathroom. And then there's another closed door that you assume leads to another bedroom. There's no one in the room. Time to go to the other door. Yeah. Uh, let's open. Just Before I use my powers, can we just open that door? Or is that one also locked? Actually, as you approach the door, it does swing open by itself to reveal a dark and empty room. So where's Danielle? When's the last time you saw your daughter? She was in her... Who are you asking? Shelly. Okay. (laughs) Probably not Buddy. No. (laughs) When was the last time you've seen your daughter, Buddy? (laughs) If Buddy has a daughter, he is not aware, so never. (laughs) I was going to say, that's a lot to unpack. That's a different episode. (laughs) Uh, Shelly, she sees that the door's empty. She's like, uh, she was in here, uh, like, she went to bed about an hour ago, and that was the last time we saw her. There's no other... She couldn't have, I mean, she didn't leave. We were in the, the living There's no the living room. Is the window open? Yeah. There's no window in that bedroom. Fuck. She's not, like, under the bed? <laughs> well, look, I guess. I don't. Can I look under the bed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no one there. Like, is there a closet? Like, can we look in the closet? Uh, everyone give me an investigate a mystery role. Who is currently looking for Danielle? <laughs> Six. Seven. Thomason, uh, you can't tell a little girl from your own ass. Like, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> I also got a seven. Um, uh, Buddy and Jimmy, you kind of do a once-over look like you don't see anything, but you don't, like, look under the bed. You just kind of get that cursory glance for a seven. But you guys each do get one question, so. Um. Uh, also, Thomason, please mark experience. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. I guess what happened here? <laughs> the, the lights went out and the little girl disappeared. Buddy, you notice that it doesn't look like someone purposefully left. Like, the sheets are pulled back. There's an open journal laying on the bed, and it, it looks like someone just up and left. Can, Can I ask where did it go? Out? Before we go anywhere, because I've got an idea, but um, first I want to read that journal. Just like page back through the last couple of pages and see if there's anything of interest. Okay. I so, Thompson, roll. roll me investigative mystery. That's another six. <laughs> You can't, can't read. read. <laughs> Can I read the journal? <laughs> I got a nine. Can okay. I read the journal? <laughs> yes. So, J- Jimmy, breaking all laws of trust, uh, Hugh opened this journal. Let me flip back a couple pages. And you notice that, like, at the, towards the beginning of the summer, you, like, you flip back quite a bit. Um, it's normal girl stuff, which seems very heteronormative. But, you know, it's talking about friends and all of that. And then you kind of notice that it gets darker moodier mm-hmm. and there's a lot of talking about not wanting to leave and being upset and uh talking to uh him no no name just him and uh you notice on the last couple pages that she's noted that she's uh getting a little worried about him being around so much and that she's not sure that she can uh leave him behind when her family moves oh god great not good and there's also a bit about not liking Thomason. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. I met you for five minutes, but. I, and I assume a bit how Buddy is the coolest person she's ever met in her life. Well, there is a bit about how cute Jimmy is. <clears throat> I mean, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I just assumed. Great. So there's something that is here that is fucking with the girl. <laughs> Great. Well, okay. I. I've used this once before. I want to try and use telepathy to find her. Okay. 
That one is a nine. Okay. So you, you send out your little telepathic waves, and you feel like a cold energy underneath you. To the basement. <laughs> Pretty straightforward, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's in the basement, for sure. <laughs> All right. To the basement. <laughs> to the basement. This is the first time someone's found Jimmy attractive in ever, so... I, mean, I don't she's know. 14. I feel like she it's hasn't come developed up a couple taste, of yes. times. It's a 14-year-old girl. God help me. The door to the basement is at the very end of the hallway. And uh, when you go to open the door, you feel the handle, like your hand kind of sticks to the handle a little bit. It's so cold. Almost like it's cold. Cold. No one put their tongue to anything. Buddy. <laughs> no double dog daring. <laughs> anything. Yeah, that's fair. That's... So as you descend the stairs to the basement, they're like metal stairs, you know, pretty steep. Uh, You feel the temperature drop with every step, and the metal railing and steps begin to show signs of a layer of frost, and your breath starts to fog up. When you enter the basement, every light is off except one small, seemingly unconnected surveillance monitor in the corner. What? And as you get closer to it, you see yourselves approaching the monitor on the monitor. I swear to fucking God, if this is Kay again, I'm going to lose my whole fucking mind. Yeah, this episode is actually going to be six parts long because you're about to get sucked into the TV realm again. <laughs> I was going to be so mad at you right but now. But it's going to be reruns too. Did you guys bring the spirit box with you? No, it's dead. It's dead. I was just wondering. You told like, us it was dead. Have to hold it. I mean, it is dead. I am the spirit box. Okay. Well, it's about <laughs> to get real weird. Uh, Thomason, <laughs> as you guys approach the TV... You feel an uncontrollable urge to open your mouth, and static starts to come out. (laughs) Ah, fuck. And you hear, with that kind of jagged, spirit-boxy voice, you found me. And in the monitor behind you, you see a shapeless, kind of black mass coming up behind you. Ah, fuck. Welcome to the final battle, assholes. I hate it. (laughs) All right, so we found you. Who the fuck are you? (laughs) Are you going to turn around? Yes. Okay. Just checking. Roll the turn around. <laughs> All right. So you guys turn around from the monitor and you see a creature about six and a half feet tall with blue gray skin that looks cracked and dry. It has gray hair that's stringy and brittle underneath a black top hat. Gross. Its body is of an indeterminate shape hidden under an actively molding overcoat and heavy boots. Its eyes are small and beady and white in very sunken sockets. There are no lips, just a wide grin that almost reaches both ears, showing two rows of pointed yellow teeth. No, no thank I you. I hate it. I try to punch its head right off its body. Are you going to roll kick some ass? Yeah. Just like, just turn right around and, <laughs> and just immediately try to punch its head right off its body. And oh, that's pretty good. That was, uh, plus three, that's like a 12. Okay, go ahead and do what you need to do. Uh, yeah, so I do three harm on my unarmed attacks. Because I'm a big old big feet. Okay. Um, <laughs> and, well, uh, oh, on a twelve, I, I never do kick some ass, so I actually need to read it because I've never done those sorts of rolls. You get one extra effect. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm trying to knock its head off, so I'm going to inflict terrible harm. So I'm going to deal four harm to this dude's dome piece. Damn. Okay. So you catch it off guard, and your hand connects with it, but it feels like solid and cold, like. You're hitting a block of ice, but it does stumble backwards. But now you've made it very mad. And it has taken four harm. Damn. Uh, so in retaliation, it is going to pick up a large box uh, that's against one of the back walls. And it is going to hurl it at Buddy. And Buddy is going to take three harm. Jesus. And he is knocked on the ground. I'll take one harm, actually, because of all my armors that I have. Yes, and buddy, you feel yourself getting larger, your feet are getting bigger, oh, you're starting to hulk out a little bit. <laughs> okay, so are we going to answer the question of who the fuck you are? Uh, so the the figure goes and it stands kind of in a back corner in the shadows so you can't see it very well, but Thomason, your mouth opens again. Damn it. And you hear in that same staticky, spirit boxy sound, uh... I am the girl. I punched a girl? I mean, I hate to break it to you, but... (laughs) Are you trying to tell me that you're Danielle? Uh, So, Thomasin, you 
It's kind of like that scene in Lilo and Stitch where she uses him as a uh, yep. record player. Yep. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm picturing, yes. Yep. <laughs> and Thomason, you say, she created me. Uh, great. And then it's going to pick Jimmy up and not throw him against anything, just pick him up and then kind of slam him down. So, Jimmy, you are going to take two harms That's an and OG. your leg hurts real bad. Ouchie. I already had the one. Okay, um, I would like to use magic to kick some ass and throw this guy into the ceiling. Okay, uh, yeah, do that. <laughs> 13. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you kind of pull the, sh- the sh- figure out of the shadows and pick him up and pretty much do what he did to Jimmy, except throw him higher up and bring him back uh, down. And uh, do you have any, in, like, how much damage that your uh, thing usually does? Uh, two harm. Okay. So you're going to deal one harm. and but, but I said two harm. Yes, but he has armor. <sighs> no, two harm, ignore armor. Oh, okay. So, yeah, <laughs> you do two harm. And, uh, I mean, you've made him even more upset. Uh, Good. And, uh, Thomason, you kind of feel like that, that presence inside you that was making you speak. Uh, it... God damn this. You're not going to like this. Uh, you kind of feel it bubbling up and you open your mouth again and this cloud of like stinking fog issues from your mouth what the and fuck? fills the room. That's uh, so everybody will be rolling at a disadvantage on their next roll because you cannot see through the stink fog that just came out of Thomason. <laughs> I'm just so mad, Emily. Yeah, I need you guys to picture something between, like, the Hatbox Ghost, the Babadook, and Darth Maul. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm picturing. Basically. Um, can I... Also a little bit like one of those orcs from Lord of the Rings. A little. Like, he's not, like, deformed, but it's just a very gross-looking man. Yeah, I pictured something between, like, the Babadook and the Bowler Hat Man. Mm. Um, yeah, a little bit. So if I'm, I'm, if I'm kicking, kicking ass, if I'm rolling kick some ass, I'm rolling twice... Just to try and shoot yeah. at the thing from my yeah, current position. Yeah, and you take the lowest one. Oh, well, that was very lucky. So, seven is my lowest one. Okay. So, yeah, you do what you're going to try to do. Uh, I'm just going to try and shoot it, which is a... I'm just trying to find For a, a seven, you, you catch it in the shoulder, and you slip on the ice for the, the kickback because you weren't expecting the floor to be so slippery. Mm-hmm. So you're going to take one harm. Uh, how much harm does your gun usually deal? Two, so I'll get one, I'm okay. guessing. Yep. I'm currently unstable. Cool. That seems yeah. par for the course. Yep. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. Um, I think Buddy is going to throw the TV at this dude. Okay. So uh, Jimmy has, uh, has shot it, and you see that it is not bleeding, but this kind of, like, blue-green smoke is leaking out of it um, and kind of entering into the the air and uh buddy if you're gonna do that roll kick some ass with disadvantage how's thomason doing by the way because she just issued forth like a lot of gross gas i can't imagine that was good for her uh, i'm gonna use a luck point <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh yeah you rolled a three yeah and with my plus three it's a six but that's a complete failure yeah so i want to throw this tv real good at its head so I'm going to use a luck point, which is the first luck point I've used. And on the new system, every time I use a luck point, I become slightly more permanently Bigfoot. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Is Buddy going to be so real hairy I now? So when I bigfoot I'm going to be just a little bit hairier, and maybe my feet have gone up one shoe size? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to have to buy all new shoes. That's awkward. <laughs> yeah. So you hurl a TV at this thing, and it hits it in the head, and it... It's how much extra harm do you deal? Uh, if I'm doing an unarmed attack, I do three damage on my base, but I don't know what I do for throwing a thing. Well, because uh, uh, you get a complete success with a luck point, so I didn't know if you were adding anything to it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I really want this dude. Uh, yeah, I'll do an extra harm. Okay, you hit it for for harm, and it. You hit it in the stomach, and then the clothes just kind of crumple, and this blue-green kind of fog issues up out of it and is is swirling around. 
and one of the because uh, there are some big metal cabinets on the side of the wall, and one of them gets uh, lifted up and is going to come down uh, towards Thomason. So, uh, Thomason, since you can see this happening, I am going to need you to roll act under pressure to see if you get squished. Yikes. Yeah. I was going to say, can I, like, use my powers to try and stop it? That was yeah. a nine plus one, ten. Okay. On a ten, you you dodge out of the way. And you said you want to try to use your powers to, to do something? Or I was just to, like stop it before okay. it hits me <laughs> okay yeah so we'll we'll say that the way you avoided it is that you used your powers to to stop that um, can i so throw now it back at the thing while i'm at it <laughs> well there is no physical body for you to throw it at because oh, buddy kind of knocked the wind out of it fair enough good job buddy yay i think <laughs> i don't Hopefully know it didn't make it harder for us <laughs> to kill it but good job so yeah, you have uh it's kind of like when you're fighting the entity earlier like you can kind of feel it swirling around the room um, and Jimmy, you feel something slap you. Oh, come on. It's just jealous, clearly. And Buddy, you feel a force uh, pick you up, and it's going to drop you, and so you're going to take one harm. Okay. Is that armor defeating harm? Because I thought I'd take nothing. No, I mean, it would have been more harm sans armor, so yes. Your pants are not going to save you from the cold <laughs> cement floor. <laughs> Can I, like, react fast enough to, like, catch him I don't telepathically know. Roll, roll act under pressure but use plus weird okay that's fine because uh sorry that was like a five oh, i no, tried buddy falls buddy falls hard and you like your vision's a little blurry from the effort that you you did so you're gonna take one mental harm is there like the mm, the tv that was there can we like see anything in the tv like is it Buddy broke the TV. Yeah, I was hoping that the TV was the connection between everything and destroying the TV would have broke that thing. But I was wrong. Um, Good try. Just like, can I just like look around to see if there's, I don't know, fucking anything else that might be a connection to... Uh, Use a read a bad situation for me. A nine. Okay. So you're looking around the room and you see one of those big metal cabinets has a broom shoved through the handles of it, like it's keeping something in. Can I get to that? Yeah. Can I go and... Uh, roll act under pressure. Okay. Basically, right now, all of you guys are having to dodge this, like, swirling mist that keeps coming for you. Um, Is there any way I can, like, trap the mist in one part of the room? You can uh, try to use your magical person energy to, like, trap it in some sort of container, I guess. I got a seven, by the way. Mm. which i think is a somewhat partial success for most yeah. things so um you manage to get to this cabinet but you also catch like the the mist like goes through you and you feel kind of woozy uh which are already unstable so say, you know, i probably not, feel woozy yeah but you're not going to be able to do much after this uh but you do manage to get to the cabinet and you move the broom and there is a passed out little girl in there okay so, Thomason, were you trying to do a thing? Yeah, I want to trap the mist in just, like, one section of the room so it stops, like, swirling around us, at least. Okay. Or if we can uh, find, like, a, a big jar and just stick that fart of a demon into a jar? I mean, yeah, since you're in the basement, there's just an assortment of random crap lying around. Yeah, um, I so said if, there's, like, boxes and stuff, right? Yeah, there's there's boxes of stuff. Can I force it into a box? It's a cardboard box, my man. Well, the uh, it's still can, a, can you force it into the cabinet that I'm going to take Danielle out of? If you can get her out of there, I will force it into the cabinet. Can I get her out of there? Um, so you're going to use protect someone. Yeah. Uh, give me that roll. That was double sixes. So that's a 14. Damn. All right. Yeah, you haul that little girl out of there and you set her down on the stairs. So she is technically out of harm's way. She's still passed okay. out. Um, Great. Let's get that bitch in the cabinet. All right, Thomason, you're going to need one hell of a use magic roll. I did. It was a 10. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, All the good rolls. Yeah. So, yeah, you choose your effect. You get this mist. You force it into the cabinet. And close the cabinet and behind it. Clo- close it. And um, Buddy would like to search for some, like, duct tape so we can seal the cracks on the cabinet. So fart juice can't escape. That, it's like Beetlejuice, except. Yeah. Fart juice. 
Fart juice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we officially said it three times, um, so I hope it's not like Beetlejuice. So, buddy, roll Act Under Pressure for me. That is... Uh, seven plus... Nine! Okay. So you can do the duct tape, but you are going to get a little stuck on your arm hair and rip it out, and it's going to give you one harm. I probably just grew some extra, so... Okay. I could lose a few. Yeah, so... Uh, and I don't know mechanically how this works, but that does put me one tick over into the unstable side? Mechanically, I don't know what you want that to be. <laughs> that was just the last straw. <laughs> Like, those few arm hairs? You're like, I need to sit. No, it was a big chunk, like, because, you know, to do one harm. Who just made a sound? Sorry, my computer, my work computer decided to come to life. I was going to say, okay. that's very much an Outlook sound. Yeah. <laughs> I just had, like, nom flashbacks. You just scared the crap out of me. I don't. <laughs> shit, I'm I was like, like oh, meeting. shit, an email, where? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, buddy, you get some duct tape from one of the boxes. Uh, Jimmy... And Thomas, and you're kind of holding this cabinet closed, and you you tape it up, you lock it. I assume there's some yeah. sort of locking mechanism on it, since it's like a metal like storage cabinet. Mm-hmm. And you can hear something like rattling around, and they're like pounding, but it's not currently in the room attacking you. Preferable. Great. Uh, I'm gonna go check on Danielle. Um, she is very slowly coming to. Uh, she looks confused. She looks upset. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey. Sorry, this is rough, but what the fuck is that? What did you do? Uh, I don't, I don't know. He just showed up one day. I mean, he wasn't always that scary. Let me guess. Three weeks ago? Two, three weeks ago? Yeah, I, I, about, I, I think he's my fault. Seems like, sorry, that was harsh, but. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I've just been really, really upset and, and that he, he was there and I had someone to talk to and then. Stuff started happening, and then my parents were fighting, and then I, I blacked out. How long have you been blacking out every day? No, it was just this this evening. What time? What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> so technically poltergeist or tulpa, I guess. It's a poltergeist. It's like in uh, that movie. Poltergeist. <laughs> no, no, that was because they built. The, they didn't move the bodies. <laughs> uh, no, it's like the conjuring uh, too. Yes. How do okay. they get rid of that? <laughs> An exorcism. Uh, they, had to, they had to exercise yeah. it. Can I do that? Is that a no, use big that's magic? That's more of a thing for a professional, but you do have it pretty successfully trapped in something. Um, I think Buddy is still applying more duct tape to this thing. Yeah. So you have kind of an Annabelle situation right now. Okay. So I mean, Thomason, you can try to use magic uh, to banish it. Which I don't think, like, you've tried to banish it from the room, but I don't think you've tried to, to banish to it, banish, banish it. it. Banish it, yeah, because I didn't um, know what it was. But that is going to take a lot of your energy. You might have to tap into Jimmy and Buddy's, like, vibes to do it, because it's, it's bordering on big magic. I was going to say, can we all hold hands and do a big magic? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do have the girl who clearly is capable of this kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, my recommendation as... Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go to Danielle because poor Buddy and Jimmy are Jimmy is already unstable. Always. <laughs> I'm going to look her straight in the eyes. Like, okay, you, this is your fault, but you can help me fix it. You need to, like, work with me here. Okay, I am going to have to roll this for is her. your fault. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, what's Thomason's plus weird? Uh, three. Okay, okay. So, I'm kind of managing expectations on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So uh, you're going to lead this uh, banishment? Yes. All right. And I need her to help. Yep. Okay. Fuck. That's a, I got an eight. Also an eight. Can I use a luck point? Yeah, if you want to. Let's do it. I never use those. I mean, it, it would work imperfectly. I would rather just get this thing out of here. Yeah, you don't want to get just part of the fart out. Because if you get part of the fart out, there's still a fart. And that is my second luck point. All right. Um, yeah, so you guys both focus your weird energy on this cabinet, and uh, it stops rattling, and the room starts to warm up, and you generally feel better. Generally. Congratulations, you solved my poltergeist puzzle. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm glad it's just like that. Like, Buddy is still taping up the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad my like original instinct was right. I just wish that I'd followed that original instinct. I mean, the <laughs> we got the real stuck would... on demons. The episode wouldn't have been long enough. I thought it was enough. a TV demon, so I threw what I thought was its source of power at its own head. <laughs> no, it's actually a non-human, non-demon entity that this little girl created with all of her teen eggs. I mean, who hasn't? Because she does have Thomason powers, but she dealt with it much more poorly than Thomason did, which is hard to I do. I was going to say, and Thomason does not deal with her stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's probably a different kind of like power, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, cool. Okay, well, we should get Jimmy and Betty some medical attention. <laughs> yeah, you guys go upstairs. Get them back up to Brie. The lights are back on. Brie in her jammies. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? We solved the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> fucking poltergeist man that's cool do we have anything to take back to the team uh, uh well it doesn't really i mean it was a poltergeist there's no okay that's pretty standard issue jimmy did you get any nope no i did this not this is me asking not thomas and thomas has no idea okay, okay. <laughs> right well uh let's get the the girl back to her parents i assume this was her doing yes it was Okay, we're going to have to get her some help. Yeah, I would recommend some therapy before you turn it to me. Ooh. And that maybe, was a joke, but um, thanks. No more of the stealing of the alcohol. The what? All right, so that wasn't you. I mean, he did things that I I wasn't... I mean, I didn't ask him to do things. Okay, well, no more creating poltergeists. I mean, I'm going to work on that, I guess. And, and you know, there's there's other ways to channel the, the angst. Um, kickboxing is good. I used booze. No, don't, don't, um, don't listen to her. Not recommended, actually. Nope. Uh, never mind. Don't listen to me. No listening. You could try jazz cigarettes. Mm, don't know how I feel about those either. I mean, it is legal there. <laughs> not for 14 No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you return her to her parents, and Brie helps them make arrangements to, like, have her powers dealt with. Uh, you guys get some medical attention, and uh, everything's all patched up by breakfast the next morning. Da, 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 da. What's for breakfast? Everybody roll for breakfast. Um, what are we adding? Five. Oh my what are we God. add to that? Charm, I'm assuming. Seven. I rolled double ones for breakfast. <gasps> Buddy, you slept in and missed breakfast. I rolled a four. Buddy eats his pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy misses breakfast. Jimmy almost misses breakfast. So you just get a couple of like kind of stale pastries and a piece of toast made with the hotel toast toaster. Uh, Thomason, what did you roll? Seven. And also, you get Buddy eggs missed Benedict. breakfast so yeah. hard that he leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, so let's do end of session stuff. Good work, everybody. Jimmy, you did not get video. No, I did not. All right. A little um, busy being pinched. Yeah, buddy, when you wake up the next morning, you notice that your feet haven't completely gone back to normal. Okay. The thing that I should probably discuss is that since buddy is only half Bigfoot, he's never going to be a full Bigfoot. He's just going to get real weird looking. <laughs> it's probably for the best. Yeah. Because even when he is, like, hulked out, he is not... It's like when uh, the Hulk was only half Bruce, half Hulk. Yep. That's kind of where he'll land with that. Okay, so end of session stuff. Did you conclude the current mystery? Yes. 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 Did you save someone from certain death or worse? Yeah. 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 Did you learn something new and important about the world? Uh, Teenagers can make demons. Um... I we'll we've probably have to let that one go. Yeah. yeah, because I think we've established that you guys finding out something exists isn't enough to merit. No. Yeah, so we even established that poltergeists are kind of old hat, so. Yeah. Did you learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Surprisingly not. No, mm -hmm. actually. This is a pretty run-of-the-mill. <laughs> so uh, you guys get one point. One experience hey, point. Hey, I've leveled up, up, and I have no idea what I'm going to do next. We'll, we'll have to talk discuss about it that. at the top of the next episode, unless anyone has ideas for what they want. I'm pretty sure I'm going to take a move from the expert, just because... Getting ready to jump ship. That, and, like, I get hurt so much. You do. You get hurt a lot. Yeah. So there's one that's called It Wasn't As Bad As It Looked, which is I can keep going despite my injuries. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I have also been getting hurt a lot, so I am taking unquenchable vitality. What does that which mean? Which means when I get hurt, I can roll to just heal myself. Buddy can never die. Amazing. <laughs> that actually is one of the powers that I can choose. The first uh, move on the monstrous thing, which I'm most likely not going to take, is called Immortal. Well. <laughs> I do not age or sicken. Oh, jeez. And whenever I suffer harm, I always take one less. All right, so yeah, Buddy can now kind of will himself. Yeah, I can heal myself is what I chose. I didn't choose to become immortal. Nice. Fair enough. You have, like, <laughs> accelerated healing like a werewolf would, because uh, werewolves are not immortal. No. Plus, Buddy cannot take immortal until he gets to 42 years of age, because that's the best age that there is, because 42. So we got about six years of, uh... Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Thomas, you don't know what you're oh, doing. Somehow keeping Buddy No, we'll alive. talk about it. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the end of the mystery. That's what I got. Cool. You guys did it. Excellent. Yay! Yay. Well, a little rusty at the beginning there, but we, we did it. <laughs> well, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MonsterPodRPG. And find us on the internet at MonsterPod.Monster. And thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at LisaSpiller.com. And thanks to Gumbel for our theme song. Remember to rate, subscribe, review, all of that fun stuff. Woohoo! Bye! Okay, bye-bye! Bye! Bye! Just kidding, it's actually me, Avalon, the host of Boohaha, which is a thing that I do, a podcast, if you will, that happens some weeks, not all. Don't wait up, it's fine, we'll call you. Shut up. Anyway, it's about ghosts and tangents. Mostly tangents, if I'm being entirely honest. So join me each and every week-ish as I gather the funniest people I know to a campfire that I build in my living room and then regale them with spooky tales of boogans and googas. Oh, also, it's a comedy podcast, if that wasn't clear from the vibe, you know. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.